Okay. So we have in this week's parasha begins a tremendous journey that Yosef HaTzadik is going to take a very, very, very difficult and painful journey that Yosef HaTzadik is going to take as he's rejected from his family the Sipurno says that his brothers made a psak connected him that he's a roidif terrible, terrible difficultly terrible Nisayon that he's going to go through. Now we know that Chazal tell us, Rashi speaks it out, that Yaakov Avinu himself also went through a very, very difficult life. Yaakov had to deal with Laban. He had to deal with Esav. He went through situations with Shechem. Ultimately he was taken down to Mitzrayim. The fact that he lost his son Yosef and he thought he was killed. Yaakov Avinu also had a very, 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 very difficult life. Very difficult. And Chazal tell us the similarities between the difficulties that Yosef went through, that Yaakov Avinu went through. That means they both had a very similar avoida. Yaakov Avinu and Yosef had very similar work to do. Ad-Kidekach, the Yaakov Avinu, was nispal. He was impressed with Yosef Batzadik at the end. And he said that he succeeded more than me. Because when I was going through this test, Chazal tell us that when the brothers went down to Egypt, and they weren't aware who they were talking to, and they said, bring me your brother. They mentioned Binyamin. And Yaakov Avinu says, Lama Reisim, what did you do this for? Complain, get upset. Chazal tell us, He never said anything besides for this. I am busy, Hashem says, trying to bring you down to Mitzrayim. In order to be Mekayim the Eitzah like Rashi says, the grand plan. And you say, Lama Reisim? But he says, Yosef HaTzadik never ever said one word out of line in the entire situation from beginning to end. And we'll try to get into that a little bit more. So he was Mavish the Spall from Yosef HaTzadik's ability to be able to rise to this level where there's nothing in the world that can shake his emunah ba'ashem. And we want to try to go into that a little bit to understand that. Because we really have to appreciate the tremendous, tremendous Nisoyen that Yosef HaTzadik went through. A person that's rejected by the Shifte Kaw that means they put him in a situation where they were destroying Olam Hazev and Olam Habo. Because if he's rejected from the Jewish nation, then he's rejected from the entire Nitzchias of Klal Yisrael. And he's lost a portion in the grand plan of the whole creation of the world. 
So it was a tremendous, tremendous uh, Nisoyim that he went through. And it's not Stam and Nisoyim that he went through one time. If you look in the Ramban, in the earlier Pasha, in Pasha's by Yishlach, when he talks about Yaakov Avinu's wrestling with the Malach, he brings down there Chazal, he brings down a Medrash over there, that he says, Omer Barabo, If somebody would tell me, give up your life, Hashem, Kiddush Hashem, I'll do it. But only if it's a one-time test. Either you're going to give your life or not. It's a tough test. It's a really tough test, but it's a one-shot deal. Because over here, it's a prolonged, constant test in Emuna. It's not just the Yisurim. It's the Yisurim and the Matzim creates doubts in Emuna. So it's a prolonged test. A prolonged test is an extremely difficult test to deal with. A one-time test, no matter how hard it is, but you can muster the energy together to go through that test and pass it. So when you look at Yosef HaTzadik, it's not a one-time test. He has to live with this challenge day in and day out, day in and day out. And he's faced with all kinds of situations throughout. And being in jail and being sold from these merchants to these merchants. And the whole Maishu with Potiphar. If he would have had one suffix in Emunah at that point, then he would have fell in two seconds. That means he had to constantly live in the battle, 24-7 for years. He even had to deal with the test of going from a Ebed to a Melech instantly. That's an extremely, extremely difficult test to run to, to rush to power like that without it touching him. Without it going to his head. I mean, as we go through the Pashiyot and the stories and the situations, we can bring out all the nuances that Chazal revealed to us in this constant in, day in and day out test that he has to struggle with. And the trauma that he went through. It's an amazing thing. And the question is, where's this Koach of Yosef HaTzadik? And what's this Avoidah? That Yaakov and Yosef have in life, that we have to try to learn something from it. You see an amazing thing. At the end, in Parashat Miketz, when when Yosef finally reveals himself, when he reveals himself to his brothers, says an amazing thing. He says, don't get busted up over there. God sent me here in order to support you and take care of you. And he goes on 
He said, Hashem sent me before you. Lachayot lachem, lefleta gedola. Lo shalachtem oti ena, it's not you that sent me here. But Hashem brought me here, vayasimeni la'av la'paro, ula'adon l'chol beto, Moshe b'cholet v'sraim. That means, that Yosef HaTzadik had a certain perspective on the most difficult situation possible in the world. What we see as the ultimate, ultimate difficulty, Yosef saw that as part of the strategy of Hashem to the point that he didn't even need that his brother should ask him Mechila. That was the clarity that he had. So what this is called in the Svarim is as follows. I tried to bring out this point and see if we could develop a practical yesoid here. We know that there's two hanhogas that Hashem has in the world. There's one hanhogah that's called He'arat Panim. That Hashem shows His face. You see the kindness of Hashem. You see the help that Hashem is giving you. You see that Hashem is there for you. What does that mean Hashem is there for you? Hashem put you in the planet. You gotta understand the oymik of what they're saying in this far. Hashem put you in the planet for a purpose. He wants you to reach a certain destination. He wants you to come to a point that you're gonna go to Olam Abba. And you're going to have Vekas and Nenemazivashkina. He wants you to develop yourself. He wants that. That's the gift he's giving you. And he, of course you have to earn it. But he put you into this world to give you an opportunity to be able to get to this destination and Hashem wants you to reach that destination. In the world of Ha'orah's Panim, you see how the step process is working and how he's actually helping you get there and how he's bringing you the various different opportunities that you can reach that destination. But that's in the world of clarity. Then there's another world called Hestepanim. In Hestepanim says the Sepharim that the exact same thing that's going on in Ha'arusponim is happening in Hestepanim, just in a different surah. In a surah that you can't see it, but it's the same exact thing that's going on. Hashem says, you're being Isaac in, in, in Sak Vitainis. This one is being Isaac in, in, in Mechiris Yosef. And I'm being Isaac in being making the Melech Mashiach and then taking care of the purpose of the Bria. The purpose of the Bria is happening. I'm Yisrael, Melech HaMashiach, Eretz Yisrael. The goal is being planted at this moment. And everybody's busy doing their thing. And I'm doing my thing is always happening. That means Ha'orus Ponim and Hester Ponim is it's the same thing, just in a different surah. How Hashem is moving around the parts to bring to the destination is in an oifen that you can't see it. But it's the same exact thing that's going on. That's the idea. The avoidant from Emona is that a person can never lose sight that the plan is in play. And it's being done. And the person's avoidance is to be megaleh the ha'orosponim in the hesteponim. Which is really what Yosef did. In the hesteponim he's saying, I'm going to try to give you a more practical way for us in a second. 
What he's saying is, in what you see as a hest upon him, I see something else. And throughout the process, Yosef Atzadik always saw something else. You have Rebchaim Shmulevitz and Shmuz, we saw always the little miracles, but I'm going to bring out a point over here. Uh, Yosef Atzadik had a different focus and idea in difficult situations. He understood that difficult situations means that the plan never was deviated from its purpose. And therefore, he never became busted up from the matzif. Because he was living in the, in the concept of being Megala the Horus Panim in the Hester Panim. And that's why Yosef Asadik was Taka to bring out miracles throughout the whole situation. Where if his master said he wanted something cold, and he davened Hashem, and it became cold. If he wanted hot, it became hot. He was Zoycha to be Megala the Horus Panim in the Hester Panim. That was his work. That was the greatness of his work. Another very important part of that, of being Megala the Horus Panim in the Hester Panim, which is the, situ- the thing that gives us the strength and the energy to go through difficult times, is to realize something very deep. In our lives, like we mentioned before, what's the big picture? The big picture of our lives is that we belong to a certain cloud, and Hashem wants cloud Israel to be, to come to Mashiach, to Binyam Beis Hamikdash, and you and your personal avoid to come to Olam And that's your life. And Hashem is invested in that. And is in Horus Panim, He's going to help you get this, He's going to give you Siyat Deshmai, and you're going to see all that. In your Hester Panim, it's the same thing. He's also helping you equally as well. But through a situation where you can't really see how each step is doing that. But he's doing the same exact thing. Now one of the main points over here is that a person came to this world to develop himself and to reach that shlamus. So when a person is in a difficult situation, if he understands that the same thing that's going on in the horrors upon him is going on in the hest upon him, he has to look into the situation, what is the communication that Hashem is having with him to make him a better person? To be able to reach that destination. That's the only focus focus that he has to have in this situation. So Yosef HaTzadik also found unbelievable things, as you see. For example, he saw, he's faced with a test of taiva. Or he's faced with a situation where he has to show his loyalty to his master because it's not loyal. And it's not nemon for him to do what his wife, what his master's wife wants from him. That's a growth process. That's a growth process only if you're living with Ha'arush Panah Betoichest upon Because then I can see past the surface to see the deeper message of what's going on inside. That's Ha'arush Panah Betoichest upon Ha'arush means that it's out in front of you. Ha'arush Panah means that you have to find in the Hestaponim the, the communication and the help that Hashem is giving you and what He wants you to do and how He's helping you grow. That's the point. Of finding the horrors of the last part of me. I mean, we're saying a chiddush here. Some people think that in darkness, moment of darkness, the yesoid of a moon is, everything Hashem does is for the good. And that's true, everything Hashem does is for the good. But that's not finding the horrors of the last part of me. That's not the avoid. I'm saying a tiferesach. You have to find the horrors of the in the last part Means you have to find the Hashem in the last part And that's how you go through the matzah. 
That you, you're finding Hashem in the matzim. You're finding the Holy Spirit in the matzim. That's the point of what we have to do. That's the oymik here. So Yosef, when, when Yaakov Avinu saw an independent act, he saw that the brothers said something to Yosef that made him want to bring Binyamin. They didn't know it was Yosef. When he said, Lama Yosef, it's not the etzem like a bad thing. They said something wrong. Lama Yosef. It was double about toll. It means it wasn't serving the purpose of what the, what's happening over here. So Agam, you can't see what's happening over here. But if you believe what's happening, then you have to find what this has to do with that. That's the point. So the reason why Yosef at Zadik at the end said, is because that was his sugi from the starting point. That was his sugi from the point of time. Rabbi Rucham was busy, why? Like, you know what I'm saying? If somebody does something wrong, you should ask him, Mechila, how come you didn't want to give them, rob them from the opportunity to ask him, Mechila? It's a whole kind of mind, but it has to do with this. Yosef Atzadik had a different view and point of view of what's going on. It's not normal that brothers who are tzaddikim should go and paskin against their brother and sell him down the river and knock him out of Kalisol. So the bigger the kasha is, then writes the Christ and serving a much greater thing. See, by us, if somebody does something wrong to us, and the kasha is so big, so Omele becomes a kasha nemuna. By him, if I can't, Adirabba. The bigger the kasha is, the vice the choice of serving a global purpose. Much bigger purpose. Because otherwise the kasha has no terrors. So that's called being the gal of the horrors upon him, but the has upon him. That's the oimik. And that's the way we have to go through life. In life, we all have difficult situations. Some people worse than others. Different kufas. And a person gets stuck in the pain of the situation that he's in and they don't know how to deal with that pain of the situation they're in especially if it's a prolonged situation it's something they have to live in day in, day out these create fakes and emunah by a person they don't understand the purpose they don't understand what's, what's, what's Hashem doing here why, what, where, how and of course those fakes go to deeper places so maybe there's no Hashem running the world or maybe we'll show him, have a kayak over me. Or whatever it is, where it goes, all these fake is where they go. And then when a person comes to a level, listen, Gamzul Taiba, I accept it. It's a level, but that's not what the point is. Because he robbed himself the point of the situation. As much as you understand that in good times, you're supposed to see that the chesed that Hashem is doing to you is for a reason. And he's trying to take you somewhere. And he's trying to help you reach a destination. You have to see that equally as much in the bad situation. I test upon him how you're supposed to decipher the code. That's the kasha. The terence is the way you decipher the code is not deciphering God's plans and why he does what he does, but to understand how he's helping you personally and what he's doing with you. That's called paying attention to the pain that you're in. If you could pay attention to the pain that you're in, then you know what Mida's hurting. It's a very deep point. The Ramban says, there's a Ramban that says a powerful thing. He brings down from philosophers that they never were in pain, no matter what happens. If a person dies, okay, it's not worth it to be in pain intellectually over it, whatever the different things that they speak about. And the Ramban says it's fear. And he quotes the Gemara, because the Gemara says that when you have pain, when you have your surin, you're bashmish, you're bashmish, you're 
Why is that a cash on Rabbi Carson? Because the Ramban understood that the point of pain is, pain is the, the way Hashem is talking to you. He's speaking to you. Through that pain, that's like a Novi. And when you daher, the Yisoyed, and the oymik of the pain that you're in, you know what you have to work with. So then you could be Yafashvesh Mahasim, I'll day the pain, because without the pain, you don't know what to be Yafashvesh. If the pain itself is the Pishmush, and the Pishmush is the gift of the Ha'orus Panim, is the Pishmush Gufa. I know it's a little abstract, so I'll give you an example, I'll give you a quick example, I don't really want to go so into it, but I'll give you an example, okay? Unfortunately, this um, week, 20 minutes? Okay, 5 minutes. 3 minutes. This week, unfortunately, there was, last week, there was a terrible tragedy. There was a kid, first in Bismedrash, 6.45 in the morning, he's like gasping or whatever it is, by the time his roommate gets to him, the kid is dead. One of the yeshivas. Dead. First in Bismedrash, guy is out. Terrible tragedy. Unfathomable tragedy. Not normal tragedy. So obviously the parents are struggling and, you know, I mean, the suffering, shocking story, terrible story, 100%. But I'm just telling you one Nakuda. I'm not, there was one kid that came to me who was a friend of this boy. And he's knocked off his feet. And he can't learn, and he can't dominate, and he's busted up. Okay? So he needs chizik, so he came to me for chizik. And obviously I spoke to him for a very long time and told him a lot of things. But I, want to, I told him one thing that I showed him one thing in a sefer from Rabbi Shlomo Hoffman. You ever heard of him? Shlomo Hoffman, he was a Talmud from Rabbi Isaac Sheh. He was a big, big, big... He was actually a psychologist, but he was really a mashkiach. And all the gedol of Rabbi Shach, the mice, all the gedol used to send all the Talmudim to him, all the, pro, all the situations. A brilliant man, and they have his farm. He used to have him in Hebrew, now they put him out in English. Very deep swarm. So Rabbi Hoffman says something. I, just, I brought out this point, but maybe it'll help you understand what this this point that I'm saying here. So Rabbi says, why when a guy, let's say a shocking situation, he's talking about shocking situations. So let's say, for example, this situation, the guy is 19 years old, 18, 19, 20, whatever he is. The kid dies, and now you're by the Leviah, and, and you're in a lot of pain right now. And it could be in any Leviah of a close person. Especially if he's young or whatever it is, right? So he quotes a Chazal and he touches it up. And he says one of the, the very deep parts of that pain come from as follows. Every human being knows that one day he's going to die. But he don't want to think about that. So he takes that piece of information and he puts it out of his mind. He doesn't want to think about that. And especially something he can't control. So he doesn't want to even worry about that or think about that. He puts it out of his mind. And especially if he's young. If the guy's young, he's 20 years old, what death, where, what, how? Nobody dies when they're 20, you know? Throw it in the back burner, you know? Don't even think about it. All of a sudden the tragedy happens, now you're forced to think about that. Oh, death is a real thing. It could happen to 20 years old. It could happen to me too. So the ground that you're standing on all of a sudden becomes shaky ground. Because now all of a sudden you're scared. It could happen to you too. And death is real. So all of a sudden you lose yourself. That's part of the deep pain he's talking about over there in the book. But then he says a line like this. He says, one of the things that he says there is, so what, do you, what does Hashem want with that pain that he put you in? What's the point? 
And he explains this Nakuda. The point is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you now to use the situation to grow a little bit. Because if you think, if you remember your Mamisa, so maybe your life will be a little bit more serious. Maybe you'll appreciate when you wake up in the morning and you'll say Moidani like a mensch. Maybe now that you're forced to deal with it, it's painful to deal with it, but now that you're forced to deal with it, there is a communication between Hashem and you going on here because He wants you to grow in this area and this is what He wants. That's how I respond to Him. That's the point. Every situation has its pain. But we don't usually identify with the pain and be menakeach the pain and we don't break it up and try to understand it. Then we don't have a derech and avoida. You don't have a derech of, of, of seeing the horrors upon him, but that's the bottom and all that. I'm just a bucket of a mess, that's all I am. I'm an emotional wreck, you ever heard of that? Okay, what is that gonna do for me? If a person, obviously sometimes you need the help from the outside to see that, obviously that's the passion for noise of all. But once the person is able to be menatech, the pain, the Ramban says, that's where you listen to, to grow from. That's the horrors upon him in the Hestapah. That's the idea that we're trying to say. Obviously, there's a big madrega we're talking about here. And obviously we got a long way to go. Because if we don't even have the basic fundamentals of Emunah, that life has a plan. And that Hashem has a plan for you. And every part of your life is part of the plan. And if you don't have the Emunah that Hashem constantly communicates with you, you're not even in the business of talking about this stuff. So we have to make first steps. But we have to start living in the world of Emunah because life is going to have Hanogas from Hester upon him in life. You have to be able to learn how to see the Ha'aras Ponim in the Hester Ponim and to be able to grow through the difficult situations that we have.